welcome. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of iRelaunch, and you're listening to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we talk about advice, strategies, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. Today, my guest is Ginny Brzezinski. She's the co-author of an upcoming book called Know Your Value, Comeback Careers, and she's writing this book with her sister-in-law, Mika Brzezinski. Mika is the anchor of MSNBC's Morning Joe and the author of a number of books, including the 2010 bestseller, Know Your Value. Mika and Ginny are working on this book together, discussing the period when Mika leaned in and Ginny stepped out and what they both learned during that time. We're really excited to have you here today, Ginny. Thanks, Carol. It's an honor to be on with you. Well, I'd like to start by giving our listeners a little context about you and your background uh, and your career break. You're a relauncher, as we call people who are returning to work after a career break. So I'd be really interested in hearing about your career path uh, that led to your career break, your career break, and then what's happened since then. Um, And I'd be happy to tell you about that, Carol. Um, And you are actually part of my career break story. Um, But I will start before you enter the picture. Um, I graduated from uh, Brown University and then with a degree in art history. And I went on to uh, Boston University and I I got a master's in communication. Um, And my career uh, before kids uh, was spent on Capitol Hill. Uh, I was a press secretary and a communications director for uh, U.S. Senator Bill Roth, who was a moderate Republican from the state of Delaware uh, and who became chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, where I was his communications director. So I spent uh, uh, many years um, in politics and policy uh, and talking with reporters on a daily basis about the uh, issues of uh, tax policy, Medicare, Medicaid, um, trade, uh, and Social Security, some issues that, of course, uh, are still uh, and will continue to be big issues today. Um, I uh, worked 80 hours a week. I love my job. And then I got married. I continued to love my job. And then I got pregnant and um, thought, you know, I would continue working, no, no problem. And then I developed complications in my pregnancy and ended up on bed rest for three months. Um, wow. And during this time, I was not allowed to even think about work uh, because every time I did anything, uh, I would develop contractions and, um, you know, I would need to be hospitalized. So it was, uh, it was a tough three months. Um, but as soon as, uh, the, my first child was born, uh, within a couple weeks, I was right back at work and, uh, I was ambivalent about it, but my boss was up for reelection and here, um, he had just let me um, take three months off. So I felt I really owed it to him. So I went back to work and I dropped my new baby off at daycare on Capitol Hill every day. Um, and, you know, got 
very teary-eyed as I'd see the moms on Capitol Hill out strolling around with their babies, and I went into work. Um, but I made it work, and um, my office and my boss was, uh, they were all extremely understanding, and I even had a crib in my office, uh, and it was all working fine. And then I got pregnant again. Um, and this time, um, I did not go on bed rest, which was uh, great. Um, but this, my boss ended up losing his reelection bid. And mm. at the time, I, of course, had a like a 14-month-old, and I was about eight months pregnant with baby number two. Um, and I was out of a job because when a member loses an election um, on Capitol Hill, the staff is out of work. And so I was weeks from having baby number two. I had a one-year-old at home, and there was no way I could look for a job. So, um, and when all this was going on, I, you know, I had a couple weeks after the election and I told my friends, I said, and my colleagues, I said, um, I'm going to take off about seven years and I'm going to wait until the kids are back in elementary school to go back. And my friends thought I had lost my mind. They um, said, you're crazy to throw away this career. Um, you're throwing away your earning power. Um, a lot of them were going on to great jobs in the executive branch or other or jobs lobbying. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was not in a position where I could start a new job um, as I was about to have a baby. So it just was not about to work. It was a combination of being pushed out um, but also being pulled because I I wanted to go home and 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 take care of my kids. I was I was tired of trying to juggle everything. Wow, it's so interesting that you had this plan, this number of years that you put on it. Yes, uh, interesting was not the way my friends described it. Um, they really thought that I had <laughs> lost my mind. Right. Um, but I was pretty set. I I knew this was what I wanted to do. I knew that it was a huge. Um, it was a huge hit financially, um, but I, I didn't want to try and do everything at the same time. Um, I had a lot of time to think when I was on bed rest, and, uh, which I, had not had, I, I hadn't had time to think before about things. And it, it, it really gave me a whole new perspective on, um, for me personally. Uh, that I wanted to be there with them. And, and mind you, I, I did not know anybody in my neighborhood. I had been working from, you know, seven in the morning until nine at night. I didn't know anybody in my hometown. I didn't know anybody in my neighborhood. I had no idea what I was going to do, but I, I figured I would figure it out. And, um, those years home with my kids, uh, I, I made some of my closest friends and I found that, yes, as we all know, in fact, there are a lot of women who have a lot of experience and education who take years off to um, either because they can't make everything work or they want to be home with their kids. Um, and it was great. And after seven years, um, I decided that it was time for me to go back. The kids were in school, but I could not go back to 
um, a crazy 80 hour a week hill job and I decided that instead I would get my real estate license and um, because I could then have more flexibility and I could I wouldn't have to commute and I could um, be my own boss and uh, I had a great first year. I sold $10 million in residential wow. real estate. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, that first paycheck, walking into the bank after not having a paycheck for seven years was a really, really good feeling. Um, but uh, real estate um, is, you know, it, it's a crazy business and you can do really well or you can um, have a terrible year. There's no consistency. Um, and it, the flexibility that you think you're going to get is, it's not, it, it's, it's not, there's not really flexibility. You need to be available for your clients when they want you available. Um, so, but I, I, I did it for a while. And um, after a couple of years of real estate, I thought, I think that I will now try um, to go back again and go back to the hill or go uh, into public relations um, and that is when I discovered your back on the career track book which had um, I think it was 2010 or 2000 2009 2010 so it had just been pretty recently published um, and I followed all of your steps and I started to have some great interviews, and I started to really get some momentum going. And I was um, really thinking that this might be it, and the kids could go to aftercare after school, and I was going to make this work. And then um, I got a call late one night from my stepfather, who informed me that my mother had just um, lost her ability to walk. And... Uh, as it turns out, my mom had developed um, this crazy, um, this crazy neurological, um, not disease, but syndrome called Guillain-Barre syndrome, um, and it is uh, something that the doctors don't know how it actually comes about. It's triggered by a virus. It can be any kind of a virus, and your body reacts in the wrong way and strips um, the myelin sheaths off your nerves. And um, what ends up, how it manifests itself is that you um, start with paralysis in both of your feet and it moves its way up your entire body within days. And um, so I dropped everything in my relaunch effort and I flew up to Boston and I was there by my mom's bedside for um, a couple months while my husband took care of the kids and um, I, you know, just, my mom was paralyzed um, and on a respirator for a couple months. Um, so she then um, had to learn how to breathe again. She had to learn how to um, move again. Um, and I was by her side for that. So I went from um, being a, a stay-at-home mom to being a um, being on the other side and understanding what it's like to take care of a, a parent. Um, the good news was is that after five months, um, she came home from, um, from rehab. She came home in a wheelchair, and, and two months later, she was walking again. So this story did have a, a, a happy ending. Um, but, 
needless to say, my, uh, my relaunch was aborted and I went back to residential real estate where I stayed for um, until last year. It's quite a story um, and that hearing about the, just a sudden elder care responsibility, totally unanticipated, um, coming on the heels of your childcare years and then right when you were actively getting ready to relaunch. So, and also just interesting and, and great for you that you had the real estate uh, career to essentially fall back on as a transitional period where you're working, but um, different than you might have imagined yourself in, in a relaunch, at least at yeah, that time. Yeah, real estate was, um, it was a not a placeholder career, but it was, it was something that I, I wanted to work, but I wanted complete flexibility. And um, back when I left um, the Capitol Hill, um, it, there, there was not the possibility of working from home, especially in a job like I had. Um, it, it was either lean in completely or go home. And I chose to go home. Uh, and then even a couple years later, seven years later, there still weren't a lot of options if I wanted um, flexibility. There was not, you know, there was certainly not a gig economy yet. Um, there was not project-based work. There weren't the options that we see today for women who want to ratchet back, women or men who, who want to ratchet things back. Um, and right. so when my, my kids who are now uh, 16 and 17, uh, about a, a year ago, it, it, it dawned, dawned on me that I suddenly had, um, you know, from seven in the morning until evenings that the kids were gone. And I, I really didn't need to um, have the flexible um, flexibility that real estate offered anymore. And, and real estate had become more of a weekend and evening thing. So it, it kind of, um, it was not what it was not working for me anymore. And I also, after having an initial $10 million first year, the following years had not been uh, as, uh, as good. So I was ready for something else. And that's when I texted Mika one morning and I said, your whole knowing your value movement, you've left out a, a, a lot of women like me and we have value too. And I wish you would include us in Know Your Value. And uh, I was just really frustrated and I texted her that and she was on the set of Morning Joe at the time and she texted me back and she said, okay, develop a silo. And I thought, okay, what's a silo? And I, then I, <laughs> right. I had to look that one up. Uh, uh -huh. And then I thought, and I texted her back, I said, okay, I'm on it. And so um, I've been working with Mika ever since uh, to help develop a silo for women like me who took time off and want to get back in, either by relaunching uh, into the same type of career or reinventing um, or pivoting. Um, and so to help women like me develop the confidence and uh, kind of the path forward um, after a career break. Right. Well, it's it's great. Um, I'm so excited to hear more about this. Uh, you're listening to Three, Two, One. I relaunch our podcast where we talk about advice, success stories, 
and strategies for returning to work after a career break. This is your host, Carol Fishman-Cohen. I'm the CEO of iRelaunch, and I'm speaking today with Ginny Brzezinski, who is co-authoring an upcoming book called Know Your Value, Comeback Careers, with uh, along with her sister-in-law, Mika Brzezinski, and she's just telling us about how the whole uh, concept started, where she was speaking with Mika about developing this focus um, for Know Your Value on comeback careers. So, um, Ginny, can you tell us a, a little bit about what the process has been since then in terms of um, focusing on the book and the kind of research that you're doing for it? Sure. So when Mika first started talking about a book, um, it started out actually as a pamphlet or a, a manual, which uh, seemed very doable to me because I'd never really written a book before. I've kept a, a real estate blog and I wrote, of course, a, a gazillion press releases when I was on the Hill. But, um, you know, tackling a book was not something that I had, you know, ever done before. Um, and so the idea of doing a, a pamphlet or, you know, one of those little booklets that you get when you bring your kid to go see a college and they hand you a 20-page pamphlet, I thought, I can do that. And then Mika said, you know what, no, we're going to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, okay. Uh, so it, it took me a couple, it really took me a couple weeks to wrap my mind around that because I really thought, I, I cannot... I can't do this. I'm going to fail. I've been um, at home with my kids and just been, uh, you know, a real estate agent for, and, and no offense to real estate agents out there, but that was what was going through my head is all I've done is sell houses and done a real estate blog. I cannot write a book. And then I thought, you know what, this is a great opportunity and I'm an idiot if I don't do this. And, um, I decided that this, I had to do this. And then I, you know, I've since heard, um, you know, TED Talks from authors who've said, you know, don't kid yourself. Everybody who writes a book, the first draft is terrible. It takes a lot of writing and rewriting. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I can do this. Um, and I also, it also occurred to me, um, which isn't the most brilliant insight, but no, you know, everybody who is an author has a first book. And just because I've never written a book doesn't mean I can't write a book. So um, I have spent the past um, couple of months just uh, talking to um, various uh, experts in, in, in the field, whether it's people who write LinkedIn profiles or people who are career coaches. Um, and HR people, but, and I've also talked to um, different um, celebrities about their experiences, but I, I think the most insightful and important um, interviews I've done have, have just, have been with women um, like me who um, took time off and, and want to get back in, women who feel, um, you know, that they want a shot, that they have been written off, um, and that they want to be able to flex their experience and education and do something fulfilling. Um, and I've been so inspired by the stories that I've heard from women who um, have 
you know, whether they've been through a sudden divorce and they hadn't worked for years and now they have to go out and um, do something the way they've picked themselves up off the mat and gone out there and done it, or women who have lost, had lost so much confidence in themselves um, and have really had to dig deep and have found um, the confidence to go out there and, and um, talk about themselves and and find uh, work and then are now flourishing or women who were in top positions who thought, well, I need to just do something and have gone back to um, working at um, a, a job in retail to get their confidence back and then turned around and, you know, that's given them the confidence and the ability to go, um, to, to go interview for something that is more in their, in their zone. Um, so th there's a, there's a huge depth of emotion on this subject that I, I, I knew I had, but I didn't realize how universal it was. I've talked to women, uh, one woman who told me my, I met my husband at business school and I still struggle with looking at his career and looking at mine. I'm a stay-at-home right. mom. Right. Um, That's so hard it is. <laughs> to see that comparison. Yeah. Um, so uh, can you, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how long that you've been in full book research mode, but are any themes starting to emerge or any particular types of advice uh, coming out? Um, in, in, from, from what you've, from your interviews and what you've been learning? Yes. Um, you know, um, there are a couple of universal themes that have been coming out through, uh, through these interviews that I've been doing. And, um, one of them is networking and it's not networking in the traditional sense it's networking among your friends and letting them know, telling your story, telling them what you're looking for. And, you know, you just never know who might know somebody who can help you. Um, what I've also found is the uh, ability and power of women to, net to network and to help each other. Women seem to want to help one another. Uh, and I did this um, event about two weeks ago, what I called uh, Cocktails and Career Break Conversations. Mm, um, I and like I that in name. invited over, uh, <laughs> if it's during the day, it can be coffee and career conversations. But for the <laughs> right. evening event, it was cocktails and career conversations. And I had over a group of about 15 women, um, friends and friends of friends. And, and this is. Um, uh, on the Cape, where these we've a lot of us have known each other for a, a decade, um, but when we get together, normally the conversations are about the kids or about our volunteer work. A lot of us didn't know each other's stories, and when we sat down and everybody told their story, you could hear a pin drop, and everybody talked about. Um, you know, there were women there who hadn't stopped working, who, but ha everybody had had to adjust their career somehow. Um, there were those who had stopped. There were those who had pivoted. There were entrepreneurs. Um, but the power of telling your story and 
this, what was meant to be kind of a 90-minute session, turned into three hours and ended up with these women saying, I didn't know you did that. I know somebody. I can help you. This is what you should do. Or, um, you know, I can connect you to this person who can help you get back in over here. I mean, the, the power of that evening was unbelievable. And it taught me that um, it, just to be able to tell your story and talk to other women and um, help each other is, is huge. Um, right. Other... Wait, let me just interrupt for a second, because um, what you're saying uh, is is so powerful because so much of it has to do with context and how um, people they first know you or maybe they know you for years in the context of your career break role. If you're in a child care or elder care role and that's how they view you. And then when they find out your background um, and your career history, they start to look at you in an entirely different way. And I always find that fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, the other fascinating thing about this was that, um, you know, a lot of these women didn't realize the ones who, you know, there was one who had started her own business, her husband had left her, um, and she had, you know, done something uh, for a number of years. And then um, when her son went off to boarding school, she didn't want to be away from him. She followed him there. And just to survive, she thought, what can I do so I can have time off when my son's off and be with him? She started a business where she um, was the kind of mom on campus for all of the boarding school kids. And she started a, a, basically a concierge service. Um, and she now has eight employees. And that's a great idea. She didn't Good even know. Her. She didn't even consider herself an entrepreneur. Another friend of mine has a PhD in uh, microbiology. She's um, been a researcher um, while her kids have been growing up. And on, on the side, um, she is one of those people who is constantly giving back to the community. And she started um, a sailing school for... Um, for kids uh, in the area who might not be able to afford to take sailing lessons, yet these kids grow up on the water. Um, so it's a community sailing school. In addition to that, she's now branched out into teaching sailing to um, the disabled children and adults as well as the blind. And wow. she has been fundraising for this. She de developed the whole concept. Um, and she said, I, I'm not quite sure what my skills are. <laughs> and we all looked at her and said, you're running a nonprofit. And she hadn't even thought about that. So um, I, I think that these discussions are so important. Um, but some of the other things that I have learned, uh, in addition to networking, is the, the power of keeping your eyes open and, and, and the power of serendipity. Um, uh, another friend of mine uh, went through a, a horrible divorce, um, had her t twins who were teenage girls. One of them developed a serious health issue. Um, everything in her world was falling apart. She had not worked the whole time, you know, for 17 years. Um, she had had mm -hmm. a career um, at an auction house and at galleries. She had a master's in American uh, antiquities, uh, something along those lines. And 
one day she was driving around looking at new schools for her daughter who was needed help. Uh, she pulled into a parking lot and the parking lot for the school shared a parking lot with uh, an auction house that she had never heard of. And she thought, I am just going to send them my resume. She went home, she whipped up her resume, got it all together, sent it to the auction house, and two weeks later she had a job offer after not working for almost 20 years. Oh, and great that story. is what I call the, the power of keeping your eyes open and just trying, taking a risk. Um, right. And not being afraid. And she's happier right. than she's been in years. Well, Ginny, uh, this has just been a, an incredible conversation. Um, first hearing about your own career path and your career break and, and your return and the book that you're working on right now and some of these um, really compelling individual stories and, and what you're learning from them. So I really appreciate you being our guest today. And as we wrap up, I want to know if you could leave um, all of us, all of our, our listeners, with maybe one piece of advice that uh, you think is, is one of your strongest, based either on your own experience or the research that you're doing, even if it's something that you've already talked about during our time together today. Uh, I think that the, the, I'll give you three things. The, the power of trying new things. Don't be afraid to try new things. Um, the power of networking, never underestimate the power of telling your story and putting yourself out there. And then uh, the, the power of resilience and getting back up off the mat after rejection or failure, because there will be rejection, there will be failure, but you will be stronger because of it. And we, tell, we all tell our kids about the power of resilience, and sometimes we forget to apply that to ourselves. So those are my three pieces of advice. Those are excellent. Thank you so much. Can you tell uh, our listeners how they can find out more about what you're working on? Um, is there a website? Is there a way um, that they can be connected to your project? Sure. The Mika is starting a launching a new website called kyv365.com for Know Your Value 365. Uh, that. It, we should launch that in the fall, and um, part of the Know Your Value website will be Comeback Careers, and I will be um, blogging for that, and we may have our own podcasts, and uh, we will have Carol on as a guest. Um, I love that. And then uh, Mika is having a, a Know Your Value uh, conference in New York on October 30th. And uh, a new version of her Knowing Your Value book should be coming out in the spring. And then the book that Mika and I are working on, on Comeback Careers, will be out in the fall of 2018. Very exciting. Thank you so much, Ginny. It's been great to have you. Thank you, Carol. I've been speaking with Ginny Brzezinski, who is the co-author of an upcoming book called Know Your Value, Comeback Careers, and she's writing that book with her sister-in-law, Mika Brzezinski, who's the anchor of MSNBC's Morning Joe and the author of a number of books, including the 2010 bestseller, Know Your Value. And this book uh, is a book where Mika and Ginny are working together to discuss the period where Mika leaned in and Jenny stepped out and what they learned. 
You've been listening to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we talk about advice, strategies, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of iRelaunch, your host. And it's been great to have all of you here today. Thank you. Thank you.